Hey everyone, here at Emmaus Footnotes, we are continuing season five with our daily reflections on the Psalms. These podcasts are meant to serve as aids in nurturing the habit of reading a Psalm each day as a structured part of our prayer. We are praying Psalm 1 on January 1st, Psalm 2 on January 2nd, and so on. We hope these short reflections on the first 30 Psalms serve as a companion to your practice. Here is Pastor Nathan Oates. Psalm 18. For the director of music of David the servant of the Lord, he sang to the Lord the words of the song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, and here we have verse 1, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord, who is worthy of praise, and I have been saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangled me, the torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering, his canopy around him, the dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, clouds advanced with hailstones and bolts of lightning. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemy. With great bolts of lightning, he routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed and the foundations of the earth laid bare at your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of breath from your nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy from my foes, who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord has dealt with me according to his, according to, excuse me, the Lord has dealt with me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. He has rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I am not guilty of turning from my God. All his laws are before me. I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. To the faithful you show yourself faithful. To the blameless you show yourself blameless. To the pure you show yourself pure. But to the devious you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but bring low those whose eyes are haughty. You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. With your help I can advance against the troop. 
with my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You make your saving help my shield, and your right hand sustains me. Your help has made me great. You provide a broad path for my feet so that my ankles do not give way. I pursued my enemies and overtook them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. I crushed them so that they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You humbled my adversaries before me. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight, and I destroyed my foes. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them. To the Lord, but he did not answer. I beat them as fine as wind-blown dust. I trampled them like mud in the streets. You have delivered me from the attacks of the people. You have made me the head of nations. People I did not know now serve me. Foreigners cower before me. As soon as they hear of me, they obey me. They all lose heart. They come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Praise be to my rock. Exalted be God, my Savior. He is the God who avenges me, who subdues nations under me, who saves me from my enemies. You exalt me above my foes. From a violent man, you rescued me. Therefore, I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing the praises of your name. He gives his king great victories. He shows unfailing love to his anointed, to David, to his descendants forever. All right, at the top of this psalm, we read this relatively long, detailed superscription placing this poem or prayer very specifically as a biographical reflection of David and specifically of his struggle with an eventual vindication over King Saul. As a reminder, King Saul was the first Jewish king. He's rarely depicted in a positive light. He becomes increasingly paranoid about David, who is a close friend of Saul's son, Jonathan. But it's David, not Saul's son, Jonathan, who is anointed the next king of Israel well before Israel well before Saul's death. And in the last years of Saul's life, he becomes increasingly focused on killing David. David has a chance to kill Saul, but refuses to harm the man whom he consistently regards as God's anointed, despite Saul's lies and ongoing threats. So this psalm is about a very intense, very real-life conflict through which David is resolutely committed to honoring God. We, as readers, get to hear David's celebration of experiencing God's victory accomplished in God's way. Psalm 18 is the same essential poem that's included in 2 Samuel 22 near the end of a fuller account of the life of David. This is a long psalm, and there's a lot we could say about it. Let me point out three things that feel very relevant to our situations. None of us are world leaders under constant threat of politically driven assassination attempts, but there are a few transferable principles we can hold on to from Psalm 18. Here's the first. Check out the start of this psalm. I love you, Lord, my strength. The simple, direct, intimate, first-person expression of love. It's not part of the poem as it appears in Second Samuel, but here in the Psalms, 
we encounter what feels like a raw prayer of love. And I love it. King David is a legendary figure in world history. He's iconic in so many ways. His story is the rags to riches story. His life is a study of leadership. He is famous for his profound religious devotion and for his sins of adultery and murder. He's world-class poet. He's a world-class warrior. It's kind of like David holds world records in wealth and power, in faith and failure, in love and in loss. But here we hear the man praying, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord, my strength. And just think that whatever I'm doing, whether I'm leading a nation or mowing my lawn, I want these to be the first few words out of my mouth in the morning. I love you, Lord, my strength. Here's a second point of this psalm. It grips me. Look how personally David perceives God's love. This takes a minute to see, but watch how personally David receives God's rescuing love. From verses 7 through 15, there's all this language about smoke rose from the nostrils of God, consuming fire comes from his mouth, he parts the heavens, he comes down, dark clouds are under his feet, he's like riding on angels' wings. It's this crazy cosmic uh, description of like the power of God. But then verse 16, he reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. David imagines God's dominance on this cosmic scale. He's talking about earthquakes and lightning bolts and breath so powerful that it literally exposes the valleys of the sea. And yet, this is the same God who reaches down and saves David out of deep waters. David loves the Lord. And secondly, the Lord has personally rescued David. And then finally, the rest of the psalm is a reflection on David's victory over adversity, specifically his victory of escaping the evil plots of Saul while maintaining his integrity before the Lord. But it's not really David who deserves the credit for the victory. It is God's ways that are held up as victorious. In verse 28, David says, You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God burns, or my God turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against the troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. His shields, he shields all who take refuge in him. It's easy to justify adopting the ways of the world when the world is against you and the world isn't fighting fairly. It's easy to lower our standards to the level of our accusers. Someone insults you and so you insult them back. Someone cheats you so you feel justified in cheating them back. After all, they deserve it, right? Can you imagine David and his men hiding in caves to escape King Saul and his band of assassins? Can you imagine Saul ducking away to relieve himself so close to where David is hiding that David can reach out and touch him. David could kill the one who hunts him, but instead, believing that that would dishonor God, David cuts off the corner of Saul's cloak to demonstrate his restraint. Can you imagine David's men's reactions? He did what? You could have killed him, but you didn't? You do realize he's trying to destroy you, right? He's going to keep coming for all of us. You realize this, right? 
but David loves God. And so David is going to seek God's victory, God's way. Yes, this psalm is David's celebration of this powerful truth. He knows it's God who rescues him. Thank you for listening to this episode of Emmaus Footnotes. Join us again tomorrow for a reading and reflection on the next psalm.